from the Ron Miller Race Car Studio, this is the Hammer Down Racing Report. And now your hosts, Scott Hammer and Ron Miller. Welcome, race fans, to another... Scott, you say that every week. It's kind of... I think that's what you're supposed to do. Really? Yeah. I thought the music was the intro. You could vary it a little bit. Well, it's our intro after the intro. Okay. Scott Hammer along with Ron Miller, show number 88 for the Hammerdown Racer Report for Thursday, June 13th. In the studio with us this evening, sprint car extraordinaire, Buddy Kofoid. I'm excited to talk to this kid. How do you get to be that good? Well, he's leading the three-point things, and I don't even think you were trying, right? No, we're trying. Um, Well, you weren't going for points. Yeah, no, at first we weren't really. We were... We're kind of running whatever, whenever, and then uh, we had a few good runs. Um, and, and and then the points hooked you. You had now you feel like you've got to be there. Yeah, and if uh, I I think we have a a legitimate legitimate shot to win. Oh, hopefully three championships would be nice. And um, I feel like it. Why stop at three? Why not go for four? Well, yeah. Um, but that's just what we're a part of right now. And if we could chase all three and hopefully win all three, it'd look pretty good um on the resume so that's kind of what we were going for that's that would be yeah and and you're in really tough sprint car country we're gonna do a switch here mid we just got our new cameras this week and it looks like uh, this camera's not working so we're gonna switch over to this microphone sorry alan so you can still sit there you're good we'll see if that works a little bit better because all all we're getting is black on our facebook give him give him a test one two three buddy well, say more than that. <laughs> Test one, two, three, four. That. I don't know if that'll be long enough. We'll find out later. But we'll be talking to Buddy <laughs> Colfoyd. His sprint car works a little bit better than our studio. We also have squished uh, screen if you're watching us uh, Facebook Live, YouTube Live, or on Periscope Twitter. Uh, I didn't have any time to get in here after they installed these cool new cameras. They're pretty sweet looking. Uh, unfortunately, the software is not quite uh, set up yet. Not quite dialed in. As long as you can hear us, that's the important part. And we're squished, so that way we look thinner. I look like I lost weight. Oh. Uh, back to uh, starting off the show live from the Ron Miller Race Car Studio. It's the uh, Hammerdown Racer Report. Uh, make sure to like us on Facebook. Follow us on our new Twitter at Hammer Report. Listen uh, to us as well on your favorite podcasting platform, including iHeartRadio. Where, had to where are we one, at on the, like, Scott? Uh, I think we're getting close to 1,600. Wow. Um, yeah, it's kind of slowed down. Seems, we kind of stopped. Uh, seems like a couple of weeks ago we were begging to get over a thousand, but yeah, we're doing well. Uh, again, we'll be talking to uh, Buddy Kofoid a little bit uh, later on in more detail. Leader of the Attica Fremont Attica Fremont Championship Series. Those are the three year uh, point leader currently. Correct. Uh, well, we were Attica. Now just you're not on AFCS. Yeah, we had a little issue at attica last friday but um oh we'll have to talk about that <laughs> uh make sure to give ron miller race cars a call for all your racing needs Seven three four eight five six seven two two three. race cars part safety equipment service uh actually there was uh racing this past weekend so there was actually something going on at your shop That's when it. i stopped That's over it. the other yeah. day to get some new tires yeah and you know we've, we've sold a fair amount of tires this week so yeah it's been an exciting week so it helps when people are racing, then you sell yeah, more, right? Yeah, you know, when, when uh, our local track has made two out of seven attempts, it's it's getting bleak. If uh, if uh, you have a racer in your family, you need a gift uh, idea, 
you, you sell gift cards too. Yeah, we do. We sell gift cards. And with Father's Day coming up, I know we've got a lot of oh, yeah, fathers right. that are racers. So get a hold of us uh, for gift suggestions. 734-856-7223. That's Ron Miller Race Cars. And coming up uh, also a little bit later, we have Ryan Weekman from uh, WTOL 11 with his uh, weekend weather pit stop. and uh, Pretty exciting. Some of it's okay. Yeah. Some of it's less than okay, but uh, we'll talk about that a little bit later as well. Update on the, oh, I forgot to uh, ask Chris or uh, Doug if we got an update uh, as far as uh, participants for the Hammerdown Racing Report Dirty 30 at Sandusky Speedway. Oh, they're they're monitoring that now? Well, that's where all the, uh, okay when people fill out that form there. Yeah, that's where it I goes? I forgot to ask. Okay. Yeah. Supposed to send me a thing. But, uh, yeah, don't forget the Hammerdown Dirty 30. Have you heard about this, buddy? Uh, I think I've read about it a little bit. Yeah. All right. We're getting some press. That's good. Yeah. Uh, big race coming up October 3rd at Sandusky Speedway featuring dirt cars on the asphalt. Dirt late models are going to be the uh, headliner there going 30 laps for the feature, and I believe it's 1,200 to win. At 30 laps with dirt cars on pavement? On asphalt. That's how they came up with dirty 30. That's amazing, See Scott. How that works? Yeah. Yeah. Gee. Uh, we'll also have the Fremont Dirt Trucks and the Oakshade Bombers in a combined class, uh, two barrel for the uh, Bombers. So you got yep. to unhook it. Basically, your track rules with a two barrel carburetor, any dirt tire, dirt. Uh, I was eight, talking eight inch dirt tire. I meant to mention this last week. I was talking to Corey McCoy at the uh, Walleye Watch Party. Yeah, back yeah. when we were still in the Kelly Cup Finals. Right. They did good. Congratulations to the Toledo Walleye. Good season for them. Uh, but he was uh, a little concerned with the tires they run, and I was talking about getting some uh, retreads because apparently those hold up pretty good. They hold up very well. Yeah. Well, that's what I just replaced on my car. I ran half of the last season on them, and Sandusky Speedway on New Year's Day, and I was running them for the first two races at Oakshade. I figured it's probably about time. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe you ought to buy two more. I well, I have more, Scott. Do you? Yes, I do. I need some sponsors then because my pocketbook's getting pretty empty. Uh, also, we're going to have the four cylinder or front wheel drive cars. I'm sorry, we're not, we're not calling four cylinder front wheel drive cars. The asphalt versus the uh, dirt, dirt guys. cars. Yep. So those are the three classes for the uh, Dirty Thirty coming up Thursday night, October third at Sandusky Speedway. If uh, you are a racer and you're going to participate, make sure you add uh, Stephen Pocock uh, has been uh, added as a front wheel drive. Cool. I've talked to a couple okay. of uh, front wheel drive racers this week, uh, and I know they haven't signed up yet. Um, but but they're definitely interested in being there. So go ahead, and uh, we got the uh, post pinned to our Facebook page at the top. Uh, it's a link to uh, SanduskySpeedway.com slash Dirty30 where you can fill out the form. There's no commitment there. It's just uh, to get your name on, and we'll read your name pretty much. And, and yeah, like we, we can advertise that you're going to be there and promote that. We're going to do the show live from uh, from out there that Thursday. That's going to well. be. That'll be interesting in and of yeah, itself. Yeah, so. I'm telling you. Uh, racing action this past weekend. We had quite a bit of it with uh, the weather being cooperative. Finally, for a Mother change. Nature yeah. was nice. Uh, out at Attica Raceway Park, you you were there, right? Yeah, we were there. So yeah. what what happened? Let's let's talk about that before we, we go any further here with who won. Um, I think we were we were, we were quick time. Um, and we we won our heat race and started. I haven't been very good with pulling pills lately for the redraw. Um, and pulled a ten out of ten, and um, got to the lead on lap. I think it was probably seventeen, eighteen, and 
led till about lap 21 um and a lapper um i think broke and um came down in front of me and i just couldn't get out of the way in time and and uh got collected which sucked but um while you were leading yeah we were leading <laughs> that's so sad that, yeah that's... it hurt um you know we've we've been fast at attica and um we've been close um but hopefully we can get it tomorrow with with um the speed week would be nice um how's the car is it all is it fine is it back together yeah yeah no we race the same car the okay. next day at, at fremont um everything's good um luckily we got a good crew behind us to get it prepared again for the next night and uh ed and everyone provides us enough equipment to race you know if, if we happen to really hurt a car we can have another one um but yeah that that's what what costs us the points lead so hopefully we can over the next few weeks or whenever the next points race is we can hopefully get it back all right. Well, DJ Foose picked up uh, his second career 410 sprint win after you suffered your, your issues there with just nine laps to go. Uh, Australian, Austra speaking of Australian, we forgot to mention Alan Blake in the studio with us tonight. He's not talking, though. He's just, uh, he's just a studio audience. Just an observer. Just an observer. <laughs> All the way from Australia. Um, last week, we had a crowded house in here, didn't we? We did. Talking uh, quarter midgets. Um, I get easily distracted here. Australian Stuart Williams led all 25 laps in the uh, squirrel 305. Where the 305 feature in his uh, first night out in competition this year. Wayne County or Wayne, Ohio's uh, John Brooks snuck by Kent Brewer in the final corner uh, of the dirt truck feature to uh, earn the win. There, that's the action at uh, Attica Raceway Park. It's past Friday. Good stuff. Limeland finally uh, got things going. Their, their season opener. After five straight rainouts uh, down there, they uh, kicked off the 2019 season with the with uh, Jordan Conover winning his second Kieser uh, Memorial in uh, Thunderstruck action. Thunderstruck. Thunderstock action. Uh, Kenny Wallace was down there racing. He won the uh, modified feature. I, and I, I think, uh, did Chris give you an update as to whether Kenny's going to be at the Dirty 30? I haven't heard. All right. I saw you asked him. I didn't know if he got yeah, an answer yet. He, he's probably keeping that close to the vest. All right. Uh, Chris Hicks uh, won the uh, Tough Truck feature. It was his 49th career win. Saturday night at Oakshade, Ryan Missler ran strong and uh, picked up the late model feature win. You're sporting his uh, shirt I am. tonight. There you go. I, I'm sporting the Matthew Chapman shirt. Because. Started very deep in the field and ended, I think he finished fourth. Fourteenth and third or fourth. Yeah. yeah. Oh, nice really, run for Really for good Chapman. run. So, um, Brandon Gregory got his second consecutive sportsman feature win. Terry Rushlow won the Bomber A-Main. Brogan Rayclaw held off Corey Gum to win the compact feature and Donovan Paskin uh, survived a crazy Bomber B main. <laughs> now after after your 16 race, sixteen cars started and like four were left right. at the end. Yeah, but that's better than the two that finished the, the week the before. Previous. Well, there was yeah. only five that started that yeah. though. Yeah, yeah. Did uh, did you get to uh, get a chance to see the uh, front wheel drive race? Yes, I got I, up I, to I, the tower about one or two laps into it. Okay, that was a pretty interesting race. It was a pretty good race. Uh, race for the lead was very good. So moving on to Fremont, uh, DJ Foose again. Continued his winning ways with uh, another 410 win Saturday night. He led off 30 laps there. You said uh, you raced uh, Fremont as well Saturday? Yeah, yeah, we raced Fremont. Where'd you end up? Uh, we, I think, 11th to 4th. That's not so, bad. Yeah. Not bad. Yeah, we're working on our super slick setups right now, but 
got to third at one point and got passed back. Um, so finished fourth. So it's good with points. Um, kind of salvaged the points night again. Um, coming from the mid pack to the towards the front, like I said, we're we're either really bad on redraw um, or we just miss it. Um, so. Well, the good news for you is usually our guests, after they're on the show, they go on to win their next race. So you should be good tomorrow night at Attica. <laughs> well, I hope you're right. That'd be a, a big one to win for sure. Buddy Kofoid again in the studio with us tonight. And uh, speaking of uh, guests, uh, we had Brandon Gregory a couple weeks ago, and, and he worked. won his next race. And so, it worked. So it did work, yeah. Uh, where was I? Oh, 50-year-old John Ivey. Earned a career win number 57 after uh, he picked up the 305 feature win there at Fremont. Darn kids. That's right. He is young compared to you, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, boy. You betcha. <laughs> Dustin Keegan took the late lead to win the uh, dirt truck feature at Fremont. Eldora Speedway, the big uh, big late model event. One of two, I guess you could say. The Dream. Uh, did you see any uh, of that? Boy, I did. That? Okay. Heard a lot about... Uh, Heat race number five. <laughs> there was a lot that went on in heat race number five. Uh, that was the craziest thing, Scott. It really was. Which part? The uh, the rain the, the rain shower the or the uh, disqualification. Yeah, yeah. Earl, Pe- Pre- it, it, Earl it Pearson was, Jr. Uh, uh, slowed uh, with a. Def- let's we'll jump ahead to the feature, the big yeah. race, the hundred twenty five thousand. Uh, Earl P- Pearson Jr. slowed with a uh, deflating tire on lap 72 and relinquished the lead to uh, New Berlin, Illinois' Brandon Shepard, who you picked to win last week. Ha ha. He went on to uh, win or to uh, lead the final 28 laps despite a fierce challenge from Dale McDowell. Uh, other winners uh, in the first two nights of Dream Competition were Daryl Lanigan, Ricky Weiss, Jonathan Davenport, and Shane Clanton. And we'll talk more about that heat number five a little bit later. That's fine. Okay. Fly Rock Speedway uh, had some pretty good action there, too. Late model driver Chris Benson won the uh, school bus figure eight. Former track champ Justin Schroeder got his first late model uh, feature win of the season. Dennis uh, Strickland... A pretty hard crash in that uh, feature too, which yeah, I put yeah, that video up. As a, as a matter of fact, he was at the shop today purchasing aluminum. Really, a fair amount of it. So when people crash, you make money. You profit off of other people's misfortunes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, I feel bad about that, Scott. I'm sure you do. You look like you're all tore up about it. Well, I really am. Luckily, Dennis was okay, right? Yeah. Okay. Oh, he has got. He has got a monster bruise on his left arm. Well, uh, he hit that uh, driver's side first. Yeah, the hook, wall. hooked his thumb, so one thumb. It's not broken, but it, it's really sore. That said, he's working feverishly on the race car, trying to get it ready for the next race. All right. Uh, Bill Early won the figure eight feature. Dave Lambert uh, won the boat figure eight. And nine-year-old Joel Smith was the lone bandolero, bandolero and uh, won his second of the year because he was the only one there mm-hmm. so that's a that'd be the easy way to win races when they started the four-cylinder class at oakshade there was one car there was one was car. tyler line that was out there a few times i don't remember who it was i was, I yeah, was trying right. to remember that today you got to start somewhere and, Sandus- and that class has grown sandusky speedway uh also in action preston walker was the uh, winner of the modifieds carl smith won uh lake erie stock feature dan smith won the renegade feature tanner smith uh, was the beginner stock feature. World of Outlaw, NASA Energy Drink Sprint Action. Logan Schuchart's uh, win Friday night at River City Speedway earned him bragging rights 
for the most World of Outlaw wins this season. Uh, you've run with the World of Outlaws this season, did you? Run yeah, I ran a couple times. Yeah. Our most recent one was at Lawrenceburg, and we finished sixth there. That's pretty amazing. That's, that's a tough crowd. That's, yeah, that's not no, too bad. That yeah. place is, is really cool. That's probably one of my favorite sprint car tracks now. And um, Yeah, to finish up front and run with those guys. We're in the top five for, for a decent amount of the race, and um, so racing up front with them was pretty cool. And Was that the first time you've raced uh, with the Outlaws? Uh, no, I've raced them. That was the second time this year, but okay. I've raced a um, handful last year in California a little bit. and um, So there's no intimidation factor anymore going into those races with those big names? No, there there always is. Um, I mean, you're racing with the best in the world, so um, there is there's a little bit. Um, but it depends if you're having a good night or a bad night. It can kind of fluctuate, but we're having a pretty good night, so it uh, had me feeling a little bit better about it. <laughs> Um, where was I? World of Energy. Now. That's right. Uh, Brad Sweet was the winner at uh, Granite City Speedway on Saturday night. Uh, this weekend is the Brownells, Brownells, Big Guns Batch at Knoxville uh, Raceway, Friday and Saturday. Brown Brownells? I don't know what that is. I don't either. It's obviously a sponsor of some sort. The uh, Ollie's Bargain Outlet All-Stars uh, were in action. Jonestown, Pennsylvania's Brock Zierfoss uh, was the winner Friday at Outlaw Speedway. It was his first ever All-Star victory. Dale Blaney was Saturday's winner at uh, State Line, not the State Line in Eden, the go-kart track, different State Line. Right. He led the entire distance, and uh, Danny Dietrich out of Gettysburg, Pennsylvania, won at my favorite track. Weedsport. That's the one. It's a great track, Scott. Yeah, that's what I keep hearing. That was uh, Sunday night. Uh, it was his uh, first uh, all-star win of the season as well. ARCA action at MIS on Friday. I didn't see any of this. I was didn't get a chance to watch any of that. Did you happen uh, to see it? I think we watched a little bit of it, yeah. Michael Self dominated at uh, Michigan on Friday but needed a last lap pass on Ty Majeski, who ran out of fuel in the final corners to uh, win his third race of the season. Did see that, yep. The Oregon-Wisconsin uh, Shore Lunch 200 is tomorrow night at 9 o'clock. You can watch that on MAV-TV. Greg Biffle made his uh, return to NASCAR racing in the uh, Truck Series race uh, Friday night at Texas, and he did it with a win. Yes, of course, he did. he was in a Kyle Busch uh, Motorsports Kyle truck. Kyle Busch's person, <laughs> personal truck. Yeah, yeah, so that probably didn't hurt. So yeah. Yeah, you know, he had Who ran equipment. second in that race? I don't know. Oh, Matt Crafton. Did he really? Yeah. We've got to get him on the show. Really yeah. nice guy. And he races out of Thorsport just over in Sandusky. Sandusky yeah. yeah. I know he's tested out at Oakshade a few times right. for the, uh, what do they call the thing now at Eldora now? Yeah. It was the... Mud the, Summer Dream or whatever. <laughs> um, uh, Tyler uh, Reddick won the Xfinity race at MIS on Saturday. Then he uh, went down and watched the Dream Saturday night. Another California native. Uh, that, that started out on dirt. He made some comments uh, indicating that he would like to get back to dirt car racing at some point after he makes lots of money in uh, NASCAR. Yeah. Uh, Xfinity Series are going to be at Iowa on Sunday at 5.30 on Fox Sports 1. Uh, I believe uh, the trucks are at uh, Iowa's. Uh, well, yeah, they're going to be there Saturday night. Sunday's uh, cup race was postponed to Monday evening, and Joey Logano was the winner of that Apparently, uh, I've watched the replay because I didn't see it live, but they were complaining that Joey got a jump on that last restart. He was the leader. 
It's his race to start. Well, they How were, does the leader cheat? Come on. I, I don't know. There's always some asses. It seems I read some other article too that it just said that like everybody in NASCAR that races in in the Cup Series, it sounds like they're not having any fun. And so how are the fans supposed to enjoy it if it seems like the drivers aren't having any fun? Yeah, the rules packages. Oh, you hear about them complaining about that, and that's not real racing. How do you feel about that, buddy? Uh, I <laughs> throwing I don't you on know. the spot. Um. I haven't really paid too much attention about the the possible complaints or whatever. I just just watch it and just whenever I have time or or you know the Xfinity race because I know there's some dirt guys in it or you know the trucks or whatever. And um, but I like to watch Cup too, so I don't really pay attention to the negative stuff per se. The the Cup drivers have have been kind of a hot topic on Facebook lately, and. The, the one topic or the, the one point that I keep bringing up is that back in the day, the NASCAR drivers were allowed to have personalities. You know, Davey Allison, Dale Earnhardt, uh, Alan Kowicki, uh, those guys all had personalities. What about Tony Stewart? Yeah, well, absolutely. More uh, recently. J- Jeff Gordon, more recently. Um, I don't know that he had a personality. But, he was kinda, you know, yeah. you, you, look through, <laughs> you look through the top teams and – it's kind of milk toast. Most of the drivers are really pretty bland, and they're, you know, they, they whine about this or that, but they, they just don't have the personality that they used to. And How do you fix that? Turn them loose. Okay. Tell, tell, okay. tell their handlers to uh, let them go, I let guess. Go. I don't know. Don't be so you know, tight-lipped. Say, which, say <laughs> what's on your mind. Yeah, yeah. You all, well, you it sounds like some of them are. You can't say, anything bad. You can't t- say anything bad about NASCAR because – they oh, haul yeah. your butt into the trailer. Yeah. Uh, Unless you're uh, some of the older guard, you kind of get away with a little bit more. Like Yeah, uh, Kevin Harvick can get away yeah. with it. Yeah. Uh, IndyCar action. Joseph Newgarden won Saturday night at Texas Motor Speedway. Uh, they are off this weekend, as well as the Cup uh, Series is also off for uh, Father's Day weekend. Um, I wasn't sure I was going to cover this, but I figure we might as well uh, keep on top of the Dirt Car Summer Nationals. Okay. Late models. Opener got rained out last night. So, yeah. So they're going to try it tonight up uh, over at uh, Kankakee County yep. Speedway in Illinois. Yeah, Peoria was what rained out last, last night. Last night, yeah. It's been rescheduled for the 26th of June. So I figure we'll we'll keep an eye on, on that. And 26th. Is, that must be a Monday? I don't know. I think I their schedule, I thought their June schedule was pretty, pretty full. Pretty full. Yeah, but, I don't know. Well, 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 we'll update next week. But you know what, Scott? What? Ama- amazingly... That was the first rainout that you've talked about in the entire weekend's rundown. Well, technically, that wasn't the weekend. That was last night. So yeah, well, again, the uh, it was before tonight. Weekend weather pit stop with Ryan Weekend coming up a little bit later on tonight. You definitely want to st- stick around for that. Uh, the thirty seventh Cometic Gasket Ohio Sprint Speed Week uh, starts tomorrow night. Are you planning to uh, run the whole deal? Yeah, we're going to run all nine. All right, all nine races, all and right. and you've got a backup ride if you need it. Uh, in terms of a spare car? Yes. Uh, yes, we do. All right. We put that up there last night. Very good. Very good. Hopefully you don't have to use it. Wait a minute. Oh, absolutely. Before we get more into Sprint Speed Week, Chris Mize just uh, posted something here, made a comment. Uh, 800 to win for the uh, front wheel drive. Really? October 3rd and possibly going over 1,000. What about us bombers and trucks? Come on now. They already posted that. I'm yeah, sorry. What are we, 400 to win for that? Yeah. And the front wheel drives are 800, possibly 1,000? Holy cow. I, 
Okay. Um, Keep working on that, Chris. You got all summer to uh, Cor- boost that. Corey Gum, if you're listening, I want one. I want to run your backup car for that race. Again, that's the Dirty Thirty at Sandusky Speedway, uh, October third. Back to the uh, All Star uh, Sprint Speed Week. Wait a minute, Chris Mize. What about what about one of the NASCAR stars being there? Have you been working on that? Now you can go, Scott. <laughs> we need to get Buddy there in uh, in a, in a stock car or something. Something with fenders, yeah. yeah. Um, That'd be nice. Try it. <laughs> the uh, Ohio Sprint Speed Week uh, coming up. Are you? Uh, last I checked, I didn't check after this weekend, but you were like top twenty in All Star points. Uh, we've but o- they've only run so many races. I, too. I've only done one race. One ra- okay. Well, yeah, they had you up there. Or, yeah, two races. Sorry. Um, How'd you do in those? A second, and we we're running fifth. And uh, got collected in another crash. That's pretty <laughs> impressive, buddy. So, you, what are your expectations going into uh, Speed Week? I'd, are they pretty high? You'd be disappointed if you're not champion. Uh, well, that'd be really nice. Um, I'd like to at least get a a win. Would be really cool, and um, somewhat finish up high in the in the points, or at least you know make every feature and be consistent. And top ten would be nice. Top five would be even better. And um, have you done something like this before, racing nine consecutive nights? Not nine. Uh, the most I've done, I believe, is five or six nights in a row. Yeah, so nine is, is still th- three or four <laughs> more, which is quite a bit. But So uh, have you done anything to prepare yourself for this uh, or the crew? Um, we've, well, we've been pretty busy in the shop, um, switching cars around, getting everything kind of freshed up again, and because um, this is one of our busiest weeks, so um, I mean we treat every race really um, importantly, and but um, this one extra important because of how much racing we're doing, and and uh, we won't be home very often either. So uh, just making sure everything's already and uh, equipment and everything. So. Making sure the trailer's well stocked. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, she's stocked. All right. Well, the. Uh Nine races, uh, which a minimum are 5,000 to win, some of them more than that, uh, of course, starts tomorrow at Attica, Saturday at Eldora, and uh, just a bulletin just before we came on the air here tonight uh, that that has been moved up due to the forecast to start at 5.30, racing at 5.30. Right. Gates are open at, I think, the like one thirty or 2 o'clock. Right. So, uh, Saturday at Eldora is going to be a little bit earlier. Sunday at uh, Muskegon County Speedway, Monday Wayne County Speedway, uh, Tuesday at Sharon Speedway, Wednesday at Atomic Speedway, next Thursday Mansfield, uh, Friday at Lima Land, a week from Friday I should say, and a week from Saturday they're going to finish up at Wayne County Speedway, second night there. You talked about Muskingum County Speedway. Yeah. Did you see, just changing gears a little bit, did you see that Donnie Moran is getting back in a dirt late model? I got that. Okay, good. It's coming up. We'll talk all about right. that, too. We'll talk about that yeah. later. I, I just I didn't <laughs> want to miss that one. All right. Have you run all these tracks, by the way? For, or, um, or are some of these going to be new to you? Uh, four of them will be new. Uh, Muskingum, uh, Sharon, Lima, and I can't think of the other one. Uh, Lima? I said Lima. You said Lima. Lima, <laughs> Sharon, Muskingum. Eldor, and Atom- Yeah, Atomic, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Those are the four new ones. Some other random notes here uh, from uh, some of our previous guests. Oliver Osborne, remember him? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, he got career win number 50 at State Line Speedway over the weekend over in Eden. Okay. So, in the. Uh, in what he runs? Yes. Yes. 
Well, I, I know he had two or three different rides, and I just I don't remember sure. which one. I just okay. got a message from his dad. Okay, I told cool. Him I Very it, so good. That was pretty cool. Rusty Schlenk got uh, feature win number 199 at I-96 on Friday night. He had problems at Oakshade on Saturday. Pulled Fu- off. Fuel pump issues. Is that what it was? Yes. Uh, Brian Ruhlman uh, was the winner of the Outlaw E-Mod feature at Sharon Speedway on Saturday. His brother Chad won the Rush Sprint Car feature. So, just some other random notes. Some other racing news. Scott Bloomquist. This is what you want to talk about. Heat race number five. He was involved in more drama at uh, Eldora in uh, Dream Competition. Uh, first off, rain began falling. We had this video posted on our, our Facebook page as well. After uh, one of the restarts, uh, going into turn one, everybody on the outside slid up into the wall, and everybody on the inside pretty much slid up into the cars that slid up into the wall. Every car that was <laughs> in the race wrecked. Yeah. So. And, and it was an instantaneous shower. Nobody expected it. Uh, it really wasn't on anybody's radar, and including the weather radar. And yeah, Whoa! yeah, and it was over in like thirty seconds. So were a lot of the cars, but yeah, they uh, stopped the race, allowed the drivers to go back and make repairs. Uh, I think they ran heat race number six, and then came back to uh, heat five eventually, which was the source of a whole lot of controversy. But, well, yeah, well, they restarted in the positions they were running on that restart. After allowed the drivers to make the repairs, so that was pretty cool of right. Eldora to do that. But then after uh, Bloomquist to uh, make his return, his triumphant return after that motorcycle injury in February, yeah, I think that's when that was, uh, came up two pounds short. Yeah, when he crossed the scales, so he was disqualified and uh, unable to uh, make the the dream feature. What a shame! <laughs> I can tell you're pretty uh, tore up about that. Uh, so yeah, back, back to some of the controversy about heat race five, other than Scott being light, um, there were a couple of cars that were able to continue and, uh, they, they circled around a couple of laps under caution while they were trying to decide what to do. And then they were told to go to the pits. Um, and those cars were started restarted behind the ones that had crashed and came back out now at El- because they put them back in the running order they were before. for the previous lap okay. now at eldora they marked all the tires and you had to run the same four tires all weekend uh or uh, up until the hundred um but these guys changed tires and and came back out um never got approval or anything else well, there, why did they do that then there were a whole lot of questions. I didn't hear anything about you know, this. Oh, yeah, there's, there were a whole lot of questions and not a lot of answers. Um, and, and I understand that uh, Monday, Eldora made things right with the racers that had that felt like they were shortchanged. And they did that how? Yeah, by sending them a check. Oh, okay. See, nobody got paid. It's got not it. like some of the short tracks um who uh did you know who those drivers were you just not saying i'm not saying okay all right then fine i did not know that that's uh some oh, information that. there uh kryptonite race cars teaming up with donnie moran yay uh moran will be piloting his own uh, kryptonite race car that's all i had on that did you have well on only that the donnie moran owns um Muskingum County Raceway, oh, that, and he's been retired and actually has been mentoring some younger drivers. And uh, I I was really really shocked to see that uh, 
he was coming back. Uh, how about you, Alan? Surprised that Donnie was getting back in the driver's seat? Absolutely. You want a microphone now? <laughs> do, do you want a microphone now? No. Nope. <laughs> okay. Uh, some other news. Did you see uh, Haley Deegan? No, I didn't. And her win. Uh, she got uh, another K&N uh, Pro West Series win. Really? And it was uh, pretty... You didn't see the video? I may have. She uh, she was leading at a restart in overtime. Uh, this was uh, at Colorado National Speedway. And she got bumped out of the way by her teammate, Derek, Derek Cross, or Kraus. And uh, she kind of came back the next lap and had a run to his inside. And returned, kinda, returned the favor? Kind of doored him, and he ended up spinning. She went on to, uh, w- to win the race. Good girl. So she got her third win, and we have some audio of uh, her comments after uh, that move. Really? Would We've like had it? some comments after she got dumped a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. So. this is yeah, similar to that, but uh, she's much happier in this Well, I'll bet she is. Let's listen. All right. <laughs> oh, that's not it. So that was probably the most scrappy, hard racing race I have been in, in my stock career. Everyone was running really hard from the beginning. We had the best car on track. I had the win in the bag. Uh, Last 50 laps, we were by far the fastest. I ran my fast lap time with like 25 to go with unused tires. And so I had to get the win on that restart. The number six, I thought that was who was going to run me really hard. And so I picked the bottom when I was normally picking the top. I went to that corner went in hard and so I was already kind of on the edge and I was not expecting my teammate with the broke sway bar to take a swing at me like that I thought he was going to play cautious and so in the end I told you guys last week if you take a swing at me I'm gonna take a swing at you back so it was a hard race and I don't want to run my teammate like that but also I did not expect him to run me like that so hard racing is hard racing you want to race me hard I'm gonna race you hard but that was some fun racing I have to admit (laughs) What do you think about that, Ron? You go there. You go, Haley. <laughs> she uh, also yeah. she also went on to uh, say uh, that she didn't expect to take him out. I expected to door slam him. By all means, I was going to door him back. I don't regret it. I'm sorry that he spun out. You know, Scott. <laughs> if you don't if you don't make a statement, they'll think that you like it, and you, and then you're fair game. So, so you think she I, got I, a lot I, of respect after that move? I'm sure that her partner won't do that again. <laughs> She definitely got a lot of coverage there. That's win number three again for her uh, in that series. She's got, I think she's in the uh, ARCA race uh, this weekend, too. I think so. Yeah. I think I saw could, in could one be. of Charlie's emails there. So, still 17 years old. I don't think she turns 18 until uh, July, I think, her birthday, maybe. Um, speaking of uh, 17 year olds. Buddy Kofoid in the studio with us, and uh, we're going to talk more directly to you. First off, what are you familiar with Haley Deegan and anything she's done? Uh, yeah, a little bit. I've I've read things and seen things a little bit. What what do you what's your opinion of her? Uh, are no, you I a think fan? Um, yeah, no, I think it's cool what she's doing. Um, you know, she's getting a lot of publicity, obviously, because she's doing a good job, which is um, good for her. So um, you're getting publicity too for doing a yeah, good job. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, uh, I'd like to to get to NASCAR and. Um, or at least the cup, and I know that's where she wants to go. So, um, you guys are taking different paths though to uh, get there. I mean, yeah, no, I was I was um, brought up racing outlaw carts. Um, I'm not really sure where where she started though. I don't remember. We had her on a few weeks ago, and uh, 
She start wasn't it off road trucks? That's right. That's what it was. Oh, she yeah, started. Yeah, off her family is of her, dad. her family is, yeah. is big time into off road trucks, Scott. So you started racing when you were five, right? Yeah, I started racing outlaw carts when I was five. Um, we'd go to places like Red Bluff, uh, Cycleland Speedway. Um, there's two lake port tracks, one indoor, one outdoor. Uh, was this, was this in California? Yeah, all in, this is all where in you're from. Uh, Northern California, where I'm okay. from. Um, so we did that for about seven, seven, eight years, and uh, a lot of people uh, helped me out with that. Um, Robert Carroll, who actually used to own QRC, which was the the a la carts that we ran, um, and they're still some of the best, or probably the best right now. And and then Jimmy Elledge uh, took it over and and continued to uh, to help me out quite a bit. And um, he's actually a was a NASCAR crew chief for quite a while. Um, now, do you recommend uh, to kids that kind of look up to you, some younger kids that want to get into racing, that this is a good good way to start? Yeah, no, I, I definitely would. Um, it, it teaches you a lot about racing, especially on dirt. Um, and that's where a lot of people like like Kyle Larson and, and Rico Abreu came from. I was going to ask you, who are some of your, your racing heroes? Uh, is Kyle Larson one of them? I would them? say, yeah, Kyle Larson's one of them. And then I'm a big fan of Formula One, so I would say um, Ayrton Senna. Um, but for all my my all time favorite race car driver was and still is Steve Kinzer. Hmm. Um, that's why I was always number eleven in Outlaw Carts, um, white and silver with their red number eleven. That's what we were. Cool. Uh, so you ended up uh, getting a deal with uh, Dan Simpson and uh, running sprint cars for him, right? How'd that come about? Uh, so when I was nine, um, my dad you were and I, old by then. You're yeah, racing veteran, nah, right? Really old. Um, yeah, so when we were nine, or when I was nine, uh, my dad and I, um, bought a spec sprint, and, which is a, a non-wing, um, two-barrel carburetor 360, and, uh, practiced that at Marysville, um, which was very unheard of for someone my age, so with, um, Did you have problems reaching the pedals or anything? Uh, no, we raised them up quite okay. a bit. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, Paul Hawes, uh, who ran Marysville at the time, was uh, very generous and, and uh, let me practice. They had practices uh, every Monday. And then the next year, I when I was 10, we uh, sold the Specs rent, and my dad and I got a Wing 360, um, practice that more and more and then Dan Simpson and, and uh, his daughter happened to be practicing there Danielle and uh, some of the crew guys that the same crew guys that I worked with when I raced for Dan were with her and they they found me there practicing my own car and um, decided to to have me race for them in um, 2013 when I was uh, 11. It, um, it was one of those things they were practicing in Probably. Uh, yeah, I, I hey, happen hey, to be there. Hey, kid, you want to take a couple of laps in this? And no, um, they they went home because we still never had met them. At least I don't not that I remember at okay. the track yet. And they they talked to Dan, and then they they uh, got a hold of us uh, afterwards. And um, at the time, Dan owned the King of the West series, which was a California traveling four ten series. Um, and then he kind of made a, a smaller class called the King of the West Lights kind of for me so I could race uh, sprint cars for him. And he also owned a track in Fernley, Nevada. And um, so there was a little 10 race schedule and I won four of them and the, the championship. 
And then... Um, no, I thought I read something where you were too young to race in California, so you were racing. Yeah, in. yep. Uh, and then when I was 12, I, I went back to go-karts because um, there wasn't really anything I could do sprint car related. How was that transition, going from a, a sprint car to a, back to a go-kart? Um, it wasn't really that tough because bef- the year before that and, and the year during or when I was racing sprint cars, I was still in outlaw karts quite a bit. And uh, so when I was 12, raced outlaw karts again, um, which was my last full season, actually, um, which was... Yeah, 2013-ish, 14 a little bit. And then um, when I turned 13, we raced our own 360 again in Oregon. Uh, my dad and I, and then um, Brian Scheffner would help us out a little bit, um, which uh, ended up being my crew chief for Dan Simpson the following few years. Um, so we would drive, you know, nine hours out on a Friday after my dad got home from work, go to race in Cottage Grove, and... Um, you know, we'd sleep in our own trailer, you know, cause couldn't afford to buy hotels every single week. Nine hours. That's a, yeah. That's quite a no, we, we did what it took and, yeah. um, you know, raced once or twice in our sprint car. And so we raced about 25 times in Oregon. Weren't those age restrictions the reason that Jeff Gordon came to the Midwest? Uh, he was originally from California. Yeah. If I remember the story, uh, he came here because they weren't quite as strict on um, I don't, I don't remember hearing that, but, um, <laughs> I'm pretty sure. definitely kind of when I came along in California, the age restrictions lowered, uh, a year to two years roughly. Uh-huh. Um, well, how are they going to ID or card you, you know? Uh, they can't. <laughs> <laughs> Birth certificate, I guess, uh-huh. but not everyone has, has one on hand, but, um, but yeah, then, uh, 2016, um, I, I started racing for Dan full-time again in, uh, wing sprint cars, 360s, uh, 410s. We do a little non-wing. So we did about 60, 70 races in California. And, um, so we... In one year? Yeah. Wow. And then the same thing for 2017. Um, actually, funny story. And, um, well, we've had a lot of great guys help us, and Gary Silva is one of them, and he happened to... One of the things he helped us with was buying a 360 motor for $7,500, and that's what we won our prelim night with at the Trophy Cup. Um, and to me, that's one of my <laughs> favorite races. Um, very prestigious. Um, so, you know, we were, we were not a big-budget operation, but we, we made work what we had. Sounds like a very affordable motor. Yeah, no, it was. No, it was. It was probably a very good motor that somebody ret- gave him a really good deal. Well, on. the return on it sounds yeah. like it was pretty good. Yeah, no, I mean, it is. Um, like I said, we weren't a big budget operation. We did what we had to do and had a lot of good guys help us. Like Brian Schaffner um, was a really good crew chief to me and uh, one of my good friends now. And we've had a lot of people volunteer help, um, you know, help me follow my dream. Uh, Bill Cannon, uh, Roy Van Connen, and his his dad, uh, Leroy Van Connen. It's actually a Sprint Car Hall of Famer, um, Ed Kinkle, and um, like I said, of course, Dan Simpson and Gary Silva. Uh, so I raced for him for about two and a half, three years. Um, then there was a point where I was kind of in between rides in 2018, or at least the beginning, and that's uh, when Doug Roots... Uh, called me and and uh, I raced for him and and Jim Richmond um, 
and then through him, I actually met Daniel Anderson, which is um, a few months ago. I just got back from New Zealand racing sprint cars and um, raced for Daniel Anderson and, and Doug Roots and all them. So it's been a lot of fun traveling. And, and then, um, of course, um, you know, my family's sacrificed a lot for me. And, um, you know, of course, my dad helping and, you know, financially and, and just supporting me mentally and and then obviously another uh, big help with one of the main reasons why I'm I'm here right now and, and racing the 11N is is uh, Carson Macedo. Um, really? Yeah. Oh yeah. He uh, was, he's the type of person where I could always go for him for go to him for advice or or um, you know just to talk about whatever and and uh, yeah, like I said, there was a point where I wasn't super busy racing sprint cars like I'd want to be and and was asking you know who how could I get out to Ohio or you know where you are and you know, do you know anyone that's free or open? And um, one of the names he mentioned was Ed Neumeister and the Lenders. So I got to talking with them. And this was last year. And uh, through about six races together, I think it was. And um, at the time, I was their ninth driver, ninth or tenth driver of the, the year. So they decided... Was this they, last year? Then? Yep. Okay. Yep. They decided they wanna, wanted to settle down and, and wanted a, a full-time driver. And they they picked me, so it's been. Uh, so you earned the ride uh, for this year, last year. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, and Carson Macedo helped. Uh, Carson Macedo helped That's me, cool. and yeah, it was really cool. You've talked about a lot of people that have helped you. Uh, are there any sponsors that you've had along the way, or or currently that you'd like to talk about? Yeah, um, definitely Ed Newmeister, um, who owns the Eleven N. Um, without him, I I wouldn't be here. Along with Ray Brooks who owns uh, CK Plumbing and, and Gill Construction. Um, I know, you're trying to visualize that darn race car, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, and, it's and, a tough job. Yeah, we've had, we have good partners with us, uh, DMI, uh, AO Driveline, uh, Lender Speed Equipment, of course. All of the lenders, uh, Mike, Steven, and, and Stephanie. Um, and like I said, we've got really good help behind us. We'll have five four four or five full-time guys on speed week so we have also sam sam witty chris verda and jason miller so um for me personally this is the the best situation i've been in racing sprint cars so it's just uh a dream right now so you're happy with where you're at right now uh yeah i'm happy um you know excited living the dream like i said and let's let's talk about uh you raced in new zealand earlier this mm -hmm. was it earlier this year yeah. During the winter months yeah, here? Uh, January and February. Okay. Uh, it's midsummer, Scott. You did pretty good down there from, from what I hear. Yeah, we raced there. Uh, we had seven races, and we won uh, six of them, the last six, actually. So we won six in a row. What happened in the first race? Uh, we were going to start third in the feature, and we had a driveline issue in hot laps for the feature. So it wasn't even your fault then? No, nah, just a mechanical <laughs> issue. You can't really... Avoid stuff like can't that. can't win just, them all, but nah, you didn't win most of them. No, nah, it would have been really cool. Um, did you pack up a car and take it with you, or did you run some, uh, a car from down there? It was a car from down okay. down there. Daniel Anderson um, had a, a few cars um, in his shop ready, and then he actually bought a, a motor uh, from American and had it shipped over, so that's that's what I was ran. It, it was more than $7,500, or 75, yeah, 7500 right? It was more than that, yeah. Okay. 410s are a little <laughs> bit more pricey, and, and it, was, it was a nice one, so it was, of course, going to cost a little bit more. Um, 
Yeah, so it was, it, was, it was a lot of fun. And then, like I said, got to bring Doug Roots and, and Jim Richmond, um, which they're also they're really good friends with with Daniel Anderson. And so he gets who gets all the the money that you win? Do you get to keep any of it, or does it all go to the car owners? Um, <laughs> or is that too personal of a question? No, no. Um, <laughs> you get well, paid for this? I thought it was just fun. Dan, yeah, Daniel. Um, he he paid me. Um, the when I before I left. Um, and because I've always raced for free, I've never been in the position where I've been paid. So this is the first year where I've really been paid as a full-time driver. Um, so you kind of treat it more as a, a job. Um, so to me, that's that's pretty cool. But yeah, this is the first time I've really been paid to drive a race car. That's cool. <laughs> so I, you're never you're here in the Midwest now. Um, you were in New Zealand, and do you ever get home to California? Or do you miss your friends? How, how's, how do you handle all that? Um, it may sound bad, but I, I don't really miss being at home. Um, I've I've always loved traveling and kind of being out, doing my own thing, per se. Um, I left home to come here the third week of March, so it's it's been a good 11 or 12 weeks. Um, what about school? Are you still in uh, high school? Or? I finished 11th grade, um, junior year, three weeks ago. So I got. One so more. how do you do that? Is that uh, like it's a, online? Or? online? It's like independent okay. study slash online. Gotcha. Yeah. So you still have another year of high school. So I got to another go. year. So how are you gonna do that? You're gonna do that online too? Yeah, I don't. Yeah, but I don't know if I'll do it at home um, or here because. Um, my school at home is an independent study. I went once a week, so I still had actual teachers, but I went once a week, um, and that was part of the requirement is you got to go once a week. <laughs> so they worked with me to finish junior year, so I missed, so it was the last eight or nine weeks, so they were, they were really cool to uh, help me out, but uh, I don't know how I'm going to so, finish So you're year. not sure if you're going <laughs> to stick around uh, after this race season in the Midwest? or I'd like to, I'd love to stick around as, as long as I can. Um my our last race is supposed to be the last week of September. Um, but so you're free for if somebody has a ride uh, for the Dirty Thirty on October third at Sandusky <laughs> Speedway, right? Uh, <laughs> that I don't know. Okay. Um, <laughs> well, that's right. You're paid now, so somebody might have to pay you. <laughs> but um, yeah, no. If if we do more, it's it's. I don't want to say it's up in the air, but I I would think there's a possibility. Maybe we could do more, or um, whether I'm at home racing, finishing out the year. Uh, well, let's talk, let's talk about that. Uh, what are your what were your plans uh, at the beginning of the season uh, running the eleven? You know, for were you planning on running any championships or specific tracks, or, or what was your, what was uh, the original plan? At first, we weren't really. Um, we were just going to run a lot of Attica, um, the AFCS, the New Point series, um, or four ten series. Um, well, you know, Fremont here and there, um, some NRA stuff, um, All-Stars, of course, uh, Outlaws, um, you know, just kind of whatever, you know, whenever, what was on the schedule is what we were going to run. And and then some good runs at uh, a couple local tracks and with the new AFCS series, um, we were sitting pretty good. So we kind of shifted our schedule just a little bit. Um, and I mean a little bit, I mean like one race. <laughs> we We've got to gotta follow this. <laughs> yeah. We've we, got to uh, follow this. So you're running for the points then of Attica and yeah, Fremont for, then? And the AFCS series, yeah. And um, it actually only came down to missing one race, so uh, we shifted it so we could run them so all. Who, who lost the race? Where were you going? That's... Uh, we were going to go to Eldora, I think, for oh, NRA. Okay. 
um, which uh, we need some. We need to get better at Eldora a little bit, but um, we also thought it was equally important to run to try and chase all three of those series. Oh, absolutely. So you're pretty busy. What do you do uh, when you're not racing? I know for the next nine days starting tomorrow, you're going to be pretty busy. But like uh, Monday through uh, Thursday, or what? What do, what do you what do you do with your free time? Uh, I don't do a whole lot. Um, I'll you know run errands for you know, and it's pretty much all race car related. You know, okay. if I got to go to Kistler's or. Are you working on the car all week? Working on the, the car. Crew? Yeah, there will be a handful of us um, throughout the day or kind of end of the day. Um, so mostly just, you know, for not racing, it's still working on race cars. Are so. you a hands-on kind of driver where you yeah, actually work? Yeah. Or do you carry your helmet bag and say, no. hey, here I am? No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to be like that. Um, I, I like I, working. I on, would. I would be okay with that. Yeah. <laughs> no, I like working on, on I don't have a crew. race cars. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I enjoy all of it, um, and it's all a part of being uh, a driver and to get better. It's not just racing, you know, it's, you know, stuff like this with media or... I believe that over the years, the best drivers knew nuts and bolts on their race yeah. cars. Yeah, you know, no, The Alan Kowicki types that were engineers oh, and, and knew how everything worked. Yeah. I, I think that's really important. Yeah, no, I believe I, I'm, that. I'm sure Steve Kinzer knows that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Harvey Davis says I should ask you about orange-flavored Lifesaver. <laughs> what, what's that about? Uh, Harvey is, uh, so I, I live with Mike and Stephanie, and that is their, Mike's uh, brother-in-law, which is married to their sister, and uh, he he got us onto these orange lifesavers, um, which are actually not that bad. So <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's kind of a joke now. Okay, I thought there'd be more to that, but yeah, or, orange lifesavers are good. Yeah. I think you should uh, have them with you all the time. Yeah, we actually just bought a pack today. Maybe a new sponsor coming on board. Never Paint know. the car yeah. orange. Life's, yeah, I see this coming together. Get like white wall tires maybe. <laughs> That's it. That's it. So have you thought anything uh, about next year? Or are you just kind of going to go see what, how, how this year plays out before thinking about anything for next year? Um, no, I, like, I haven't really thought about uh, next year. Kind of like I said, just trying to see how this year goes. And and hopefully it goes well where I can I can stay out here. I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to go back to California. I'd like to stay out here in the Midwest. Or, or why is that? Um, it seems like sprint car racing is the hub. Uh, the Midwest is the hub for sprint car racing out Have here. Have you seen snow yet? Uh, a couple times, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <A> couple <laughs> times. yeah. Why would you want a winter here? <laughs> well, go well, to I mean, New Zealand I'm sure or I'd somewhere. Be home. Right? I'm sure I'd be home uh, for a winter, or or maybe New Zealand or Australia. But you're not supposed to call Ron Miller race cars right now. Wait until later. Um, now you said you wanted to, uh, eventually get into NASCAR or formula one. Is that correct? Is that, that's, uh, uh, I'd like to end up in, in NASCAR, um, in cup, but, um, that's where I would like to go where I'm, where I'm aiming to go working for. Um, but like I said, um, the past couple years I've become a fan of formula one and especially the history. I really like the history of it and, and how those guys did it. Um, kind of 60s to 80s and a little bit of the 90s was uh those guys were crazy you know what's really amazing scott we've had a lot of guests on our show and a lot of younger a lot of younger guests and really only two of them that i remember uh have said that they really want to go to nascar everyone else uh seems as though oh yeah i'd like to be in a late model and win the dream or the world or you know i'd i'd like to uh 
I'd like to keep running sprint cars and win some big races, the King's Royal. Um, it, well, it's, that's what, it's, it's good to see aspirations yeah. above that. Well, and the NASCAR guys, though, are their aspirations are going back to dirt. Yeah. <laughs> so so once you get up... Uh, it all comes full circle. Yeah, you'll run Formula One or uh, or NASCAR and then go back to... Uh, it's a dirt racing, right? Have you ever, have you ever thought about uh, running like a dirt late model or anything? Uh, have you, or have you, I should ask? I haven't, and I haven't really, really thought about it. No, I've no just, interest there. You prefer the open wheels? Um, I you know, I haven't really thought it's about it. It's kind of an um, us versus them mentality, Scott. It really. I mean, is. I'd be open to trying. I'm that. a I fan would of both. I definitely run them. I would try it. Okay. But I've just I've always been a, a sprint car fan. I've always loved running sprint cars and. Well, you are pretty good at it, it kind seems. Of, kind so, of an I mean, A.J. Foyt kind of guy. That'd be cool. Somebody that could drive anything. Would you run the Indy 500? Absolutely. In a heartbeat, okay. right? right? Absolutely. I figured I'd ask. Well, Buddy Kofoid, uh, good luck uh, with the uh, Sprint Speed Week coming up again, starting tomorrow. Are you, mm-hmm. You're all ready to go for this at Attica tomorrow night? Uh, well, there's a couple more things we got to button up. I'm sure the, the guys at the shop are, are working on it, but uh, we're pretty close. Um, looking forward to it. I'm, I've heard it's pretty grueling, but um, you can't beat nine days in a row racing. No. Hopefully the weather will cooperate. It hasn't been very nice to anybody. Tomorrow they'll be fine. Tomorrow, yeah. yeah. Uh, tomorrow you'll be you'll be racing tomorrow. Yeah, but. no, I think so, but it seems like weather here is bipolar. <laughs> <laughs> well, it it's a little different it, than California. Nah, it can't make up its mind. It's really unusual even for here, trust yeah, that's me. That's what I've heard. That's, that's why they uh, they have that joke. It's a Michigan and Ohio. It's, I think it's all yeah. Midwest where it's, it'll be like, you don't like the weather today? Wait an hour. Yeah, no, it's... When I left home uh, in March, it was 77 degrees and clear skies, and which is, at that time for where I live, it's pretty unheard of because we're about half hour, 40 minutes from the ocean, so it stays pretty cool. But And then coming here, and it's 30s or 40s and freezing <laughs> cold. Um, you know, there's a hangover but, race at Sandusky Speedway every day on New Year's Day. They race in any weather. They race in like a foot of snow. I've done this before. It's pretty fun. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. I yeah. can't. They imagine. don't. They don't run sprints, unfortunately. But nah. it's pretty open as far as rules. So. I can't imagine doing that, Scott. This guy's won almost. Wait, you've won the most of them, haven't? You? No, yeah. that, there's uh, another guy that did it years ago. That yeah. has a few more wins than you. Yeah, a couple. Yeah, you might have to check that out if you're still in the area on New Year's Day. It's uh, there's not much other racing going on in the, yeah. this area. Outdoors, no, not, not really. Anywhere except Dress warm, Australia, though. New Zealand. Yeah. Oh, that's right. You might be out of out of the country, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Never know. <laughs> All Hopefully. Right. Well, we appreciate you coming in, and uh, good luck again. And uh, got a few other things to get to here. Actually, you get to play uh, how many with us. So each week we kind of do a how many. And we have two of them this week I'm going to do because I two? wanted to do one. Because I figured okay. one he probably doesn't have much. Not a clue. Not a clue on, and one that he probably has a pretty good idea on. Uh, last week's how many, we actually didn't do how many. We picked who was going to win the dream, and you were spot on. You picked uh, Mr. Shepard. Imagine that. So good job on that. This week, we're going to do two of them. How many uh, 410s are going to be at Attica tomorrow night? Also, how many late models at uh, Oakshade for the Barney Oldfield on uh, Saturday night? Which should, we sh- which should we start with first? 410s. 410s, okay. yeah. How many, how many do you think we got we'll, uh, tomorrow night? We'll give you first shot, buddy. Yep. You get first guess. Hmm. There's no, is you, there a you range win nothing. or do I got to be exact? There's, it's whoever's closest. Okay. And you don't win anything. You'll have to listen next week to find okay. out who won. But I'm going to say 53. 
that that would have yeah that was a good guess what do you got oh go ahead mr blake how how many sprint cars at attica tomorrow night kickoff of sprint car speed week the professional already picked 53 get up in the 60s wouldn't it i don't know i haven't been around long (laughs) enough it might be 64 that'd be good mrs miller Wow, you've got quite a range there. 43 for, for Kathy. 58. 58 for Stephanie. So what do you got? You're just, I'm going one under Steph. So you're going 57? Yes, sir. Oh, hell. I'll go 56 then. Oh. <laughs> I figure he's probably, he's got some knowing. He's got some knowledge there, so it's, it'll be closer to him. Uh, said run under 64. I, I, well, that would have been silly. That's just that's <laughs> just silly. Yeah. <laughs> so how many? Uh, let's go. How many late models at Oakshade for for the Barney? I'm trying to think how many we had last year. 48. I I don't know what we had last year. I'm going 48. You're going 48. If you're not familiar, the Barney is a, a pretty big uh, late model race out out at Oakshade. So just pick a number. Hmm. It's probably going to rain. I'm going to say 42. 42 is probably a good number. 42. 46. 46. Is Roddy uh, racing this weekend? I'll make it 45. (laughs) (laughs) 45, okay. Uh, 49. 49 for Kathy. 44. 44 for Stephanie. And Mr. Hammer. No, you first. Are you going to make me go first on this one? No. I'm gonna go. Oh wait, did you? I yeah, did. you already picked 48, didn't you? Yeah, I did. Ooh, you can't pick 48. No, I'm gonna go with 40. Go ahead, 47. Six. 46. <laughs> or zero. We'll see. Uh, coming up, we'll have that weekend weather pit stop uh, action going on this weekend. We have uh, Lima Land in action with the Bush Clash, presented by Anheuser Busch. Uh, sales of Lima. That's Anheuser Busch sales of Lima. It's also the run for the rabbit presented by uh, Tim Hogan's carpet featuring NRA sprints, modified in stocks. That's tomorrow night at Lima land pits open at four 30 grandstands at five racing at seven 30 Toledo speedways in action tomorrow night with all American coach kids night kids 12 and under get a free hot dog. Also uh, first responders night. First responders will be admitted free with proper ID. We have uh, late model sports and factory stock Vores compact series and street drags. Pits open at 3.30, front gates at 5, racing at 7.30 tomorrow night. General mission, 15 bucks there at Toledo Speedway. Attica Raceway Park, Ohio Sprint Speed Week kicks off with uh, the Ollie's Bargain Outlet All-Star Circuit of Champions. 5000 to win tomorrow night. You get to keep some of that, right, buddy, if you win that? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yep. You need somebody to negotiate for you, I'm telling you. Uh, UMP uh, Late models also in action at Attica, 2,000 to win, plus double Attica points for them. Gates open at 4, racing at 745. General admission is 25 bucks tomorrow night at Attica. Saturday, uh, this is where the weather gets a little iffy. Uh, Oakshade Raceway, 30th annual Barney Oldfield Race, featuring American Late Model Series, 5,500 to win. Uh, UMP Sports and Bombers and Compacts all in action as well. Gates open at 4, racing at 7. General admission just 14 bucks there. Uh, Flat Rock Speedway also in action with the uh, Victory Lane Quick Oil Change Michigan Figure Eight Championships. Forty laps will be uh, the distance for the feature there. Ooh. Plus uh, Street Stocks and the Vores Compact Series featuring Ken Schrader. 
Kenny Schrader, NASCAR guy. Really? Yeah, it's the first time uh, apparently he's going to be racing in a compact. I wonder if it's his own or... I don't think so. I don't know that he has one. So that's, I don't know. Uh, yeah, they, they're promoting it pretty heavily, though, so that's that'll be yeah. interesting. He's raced everything else. Why not a compact? Right. Maybe maybe we should get Kenny Schrader at uh, at uh, Sandusky for hey, the Chris Mize. There you go, Chris. Another job for you. Uh, pit gates open at three. Front gates at four thirty. Racing at seven p.m. That's at Flat Rock General Mission. Fifteen bucks. Sandusky Speedway in action. They're gonna have sprints. Lake Erie stocks, beginner stocks, and renegades. Gates open at four. Racing at seven p.m. General Mission just ten bucks there at Sandusky Speedway. Fremonts will be in action. It's going to be Fort Ball Pizza Palace fan with a can night. The uh, Boss Non-Wing Sprints will be in action. 305 Sprints and Dirk Trucks. Gates open at 4, racing at 7. General Mission, 15 bucks. Eldora, night number two for Ohio Sprint Speed Week uh, with the Ali's, Bar- Ali's Bargain Outlets, All-Star Circuit of Champions, Modifieds, and Stocks. At the aforementioned earlier starting yes, time. Yes, 2 o'clock uh, Gates racing at uh, 5.30. So uh, keep in mind they did push that back. They called it flex schedule. I understand. Twenty-four bucks uh, for general admission. Twenty-nine dollars reserved. Uh, there'll be some Sunday racing. Flat Rock Speedway. If all goes well, it's the Father's Day Special Motor City Two Hundred featuring the uh, CRA Jegs Late Models going hundred laps. The iCar All Star Modifieds going seventy-five laps, and the MCR Dwarf Cars going twenty-five laps. I believe uh, that was rescheduled from. Yeah, April, that, I that think. sounds like a pretty big deal. Yeah, the pit gate opens at 10 a.m., front gate at noon, racing at 3 p.m. General admission is 20 bucks advance, 24 bucks day of show. That's Sunday afternoon at Flat For, Rock. Speedway. Forget that picnic with the kids, head to Flat Rock on Saturday there or Sunday. Go. And then looking ahead to uh, next week, Thursday, uh, the uh, Ohio Sprint Speedway Speed Week can turn. Continues. Yeah, thank you. Continues in our area. At uh, Mansfield Motor Speedway, uh, pits open at two. Spectator gates at five. Racing at seven p.m. General admission twenty-five bucks. That is at Mansfield next Thursday night. So, and then the Lima Land and finish up at Wayne County. So you'll be yeah. you'll be tired after that, won't you? Boy, what a difference we'll going see. from Mansfield to Lima. <laughs> uh, let's check out our uh, weekend weather pit stop with uh, Ryan Weekman and uh, find out how likely things are going to happen here. This is your weekend weather pit stop forecast. I'm First Alert Meteorologist Ryan Weekman. Okay, before I get started, uh, just remember, we're the messenger here. We don't make this stuff, all right? After a great weekend last weekend, Friday races actually look pretty good. Lima Land, uh, Toledo, and Attica Friday evening. I think we should be dry. Temperature should be pretty mild. Good night for racing there. Uh, Saturday, Sunday, not looking as good. Oakshade, Flat Rock, Sandusky, Fremont, Eldora. Uh, we got widespread rain. going to happen during the day Saturday. Uh, could get one round in the morning, another round in the afternoon and evening. Pretty hard to envision we're going to get a lot or any of those races in. Sunday, could get another early morning round of heavy rainfall. Good news here is I think the heavier rain on Sunday may be focused south of the Ohio-Michigan border, so there is there is a chance there uh, at Flat Rock both Saturday night and Sunday, uh, at least a chance to get some races and <sighs> been one of those springs. This has been your weekend weather pit stop forecast. Be sure to download that free First Alert weather app to keep you ahead of any downpours. I'm First Alert meteorologist Ryan Weekman. He's a meteorologist. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's going to do it for this edition of the Hammerdown Racing Report. Again, thanks uh, to Buddy Kofoid for coming in. Stephanie Linder as well for chaperoning him, I suppose. Uh, when's your birthday? December 2nd. December 2nd. Then you turn 18? Yep. Okay. I'll be old. Yeah. I, yes, <laughs> yes, you will. Especially compared to Ron. Yeah. I was... Ron's a young'un. Thanks. I'm not even going there. Thanks again to uh, Dave Kemmer, our uh, so- associate producer, for uh, setting uh, setting this up for us. Next week, the plan was uh, to invite the winner of the Barney Oldfield race. We may have to explore other opportunities. Could, uh, could be Ryan Weekman. Ryan we- Ryan said he's gonna he wants to come in one of these days. So uh, maybe maybe next week will be the week. Yeah, we'll I'll have the stones ready for him. <laughs> uh, don't shoot the messenger. Didn't you hear him? Um, we wouldn't be shooting. We'd be stoning. Make sure to give Ron Miller Race Cars a call, 734-856-7223 for all your racing needs, Please. advice, equipment, parts. You got it all. We do. Including Remember cars. Father's Day is just on Sunday, and we've got gift certificates. And tires. tires. And tires. And tires for your dad. Aluminum. we got it all. We can help. Oh, yeah. You helped. Uh, yeah. If you break them, you'll fix them. Yes, sir. <laughs> Uh, Nothing says I love you, Dad, like a couple of tires. Make sure to visit HammerdownRacerReport.com to find all the different ways you can listen to us. Um, Sponsor information on there as well as uh, listener viewership numbers, all that good stuff. Next week, we'll be back in action, 7 o'clock Thursday night live. Listen to us uh, on demand on your favorite podcasting platform, preferably iHeartRadio, since uh, that's where we're at with the scene right there. iHeartRadio. Yay. Scott, show number 88's in the can. 89 wow. next week. Expect uh, uh, quite a few wins this week, uh, buddy. That'd be awesome. Yeah, we'll... we'll be talking about them next week. <laughs> yes, we'll see how we do. Absolutely. Let's go now. Let's go. Roddy just joined, so it's time to go. I'm hungry. How are you? Yeah. See you next week. See y'all. You have been listening to the Hammer Down Racing Report from the Ron Miller Race Car Studio. Listen on demand on iHeartRadio. Hi, listeners. We wanted to take a moment to tell you about another podcast from Evergreen Podcasts and Sound Talent Media called Pit Lane Parlay. Pit Lane Parlay is the go-to podcast for IndyCar and motorsports-related news. Each episode, we discuss things like our favorite drivers, news clips from the last week, and generally giving each other a hard time about predictions we've made in the past and or life stories that have come up recently. We really have a lot of fun with it and really enjoy each other's company, and we hope you can come join us too. Join Pit Lane Parlay by following us on your favorite podcast today.